Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. Happy September, everybody, and welcome back to the Dental Hacks podcast. You are now listening to episode 12 of the Dental Hacks. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Lipscomb. And I'm Alan Mead. Thank you for listening, everyone. And yes, welcome to September. So this is what? We started in June. So June, July, August. So this is our fourth month, technically. Wow. That's pretty awesome. We're glad to be here. So um, September is uh, one of those times that dental offices always talk about, right? I mean, either it's kids going back to school and that's a great thing or kids going back to school and that's a terrible thing. What's what's September like for, for you in Virginia? We call that the dead zone in, in the dental office. It just, just dies every September for some reason. I, I think everybody else is having that problem. How about you? You know, August was weirdly slow for us. Um, not weirdly. I think August, a lot of people say, Oh yeah, kids come and get their teeth cleaned before they go back to school. I just don't, don't really notice that as much. I don't know. It's a, it's weird. I, I don't even try and figure out the cycles anymore. I mean, I look back on, on different months and some people are saying they're doing, horrible and we're doing okay and vice versa. So it's, it's hard to say, but September is kind of famous for being dead since kids are back in school. People kind of get their priorities that in that direction. There are people that never have any problems in the dental office. I find, I find that hard. They, they never have any sensitivity. They're never slow. The patients always show up on time. So, uh, I, I aspire to be one of those people one of these days, but I, I doubt the sincerity of it all. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> I don't believe they Who exist. are these people? Seriously. Well, uh, let's move right in. Hey, we got uh, we got part two of an interview with Tarun Agarwal. So last week, we talked a lot about kind of his personal story, which was pretty amazing. But he, in this week's episode, we talk a little bit more about clinical side of things. We talk a little bit about his teaching center, uh, 3D Dentists, and... Um, talk about his style, how he learned implants and where you can go to learn implants from him. And uh, it was really good. It was a very good interview. We talked a little bit about uh, some more personal stuff with him. With he, he went through quite a bit of weight loss in the last year or so. This is really good. If you liked last week, you're going to like this week even more. So um, I'm going to stop talking about it so you can just listen to it. We got uh, Tarun Agarwal, part two. And now it's time for the Dental Hacks Interview. this into reality you're you're i mean i i read your blog pretty regularly and let's go ahead and put the i'm trying to remember the blog the url what's the url it's, for the blog it's 3d-dentists.com 3d-dentists.com honestly i don't 
see anyone doing the stuff that you're doing and, and the way that you're documenting it. I mean, it's pretty much, it's pretty spectacular. And, um, I look at that and go, go, okay, so he's doing this and he's taking insurance. That's, that's hopeful for all of us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's, that's like the, that's like the regular folks can say, okay, he's doing this within a framework. I'd like to hear how you're able to do, uh, and, and we're talking about, uh, you, you're teaching a lot of implants. You're teaching, uh, you're teaching CAD CAM. You're, you know, you're integrating 3D imaging, all this, all this really cutting edge stuff. So I want to hear about that, how you do that in, in a real office, not like a, a, f- a fake office. I, I remember Howard Ferran always calls them dodos. Don't oper- <laughs> don't own, don't operate a dental practice. You yep. know, those speakers that get out there and, it, you know, and, and listen, I, I have no patience for people like that. Zero. Zero patience for people who don't own or don't operate a practice or who talk about things when they don't live it or breathe it. And, and, and uh, it, things change on a yearly basis. Things change certainly every four or five years. Uh, you're out of touch if you're not seeing patients regularly. You've recently opened up a teaching center, basically. What, what's the teaching center called? It's 3D Dentist. 3D Dentist. Okay, so that's yeah, I don't along have with a, I don't have a I don't have a fancy name. I, I was, like you know, it. I I was looking for institute, something institute. Yeah, no, not for me. The you Tarun know, Agarwal Institute. I like we, that. nobody would show up other than other Indians yeah. and they would all they would all want a discount. <laughs> they, <laughs> this is too expensive. I can't do this. Oh, I had I had I had some Russian guys tell me that in Boston this week. They said, uh, "We we want to learn how you're doing this, some of these cases because that could really save us a lot of money and save down our time." But I think twenty five hundred dollars is too much for your class. I'm like, so, so I'm like, so you want me to help you sell thirty thousand dollar cases and make them more profitable and efficient for you? But twenty five hundred dollars for a class is too much money. I, I, I said, you know, I, I mean, look, I'm a pretty frank person. I said, I don't want you to come to my class anyway. Yeah, there you go. Twenty five hundred, and, and the class is a weekend. Is that typically? Yeah, typically, most of our classes are two days. Sure. Uh, look, I, I'm not really here to try to sell our classes, but basically, no, but I'm interested, man. I didn't. No. But, um, you know, basically most of the classes are two days and, and really the premise behind, uh, behind our classes are that I want to, mo- I'm, our classes are modeled behind my own journey in what I'm doing. In other words, I, I look back when I started in implants, I knew nothing. I goofed several up, you know, they, they worked, but I goofed them up. They weren't perfect. And then I started from nothing to doing simple back teeth to really understanding the technology. Then I moved into more complex anterior teeth. Then I moved into doing teeth where I take out teeth and put an implant in right away. And we shouldn't really call it an extract. Mike Tola said this to me. We should stop calling it an extraction and start calling patient, tell patients we need to do a tooth replacement. Yeah. We need to take the one you have out and put another one in. And um, so, so we started working that way. And then, then we moved into case, cases where people were missing more than one tooth and we did multiple teeth. And now we moved into this edentulous world uh, where we're, we're taking out teeth or people that are already edentulous and, and giving them teeth back. And, and so my class is a model around that. They're two days each. On average, they're between two to three grand per session. They're basically all hands on. Okay, here's soft- the deal. That's a, that's a huge value having looked at, having looked at, you know, the, the how CE gets more and more expensive. That's a tremendous value. That's like. Well, you know, it gets better from that sense. And, and part of it's because I don't have a business entity owning me behind me. It's me, right? I yep. mean, it's, 
It's my office. And I, to me, that's a value. You, when you come, you get to see my office. You get to meet my team. You get to walk through and see, Hey, he's really doing what he's saying he's doing. You can ask my team questions. You can go through my drawers and, and look at the different materials that we're using. And, uh, you know, and, and the other thing we do is we do a live patient at, at almost every class. So you get to watch what we're doing. Each, each, we only have, we only allow 12 people per class and each person has their own computer so they can do the computer exercises. There's no sharing computers or anything. You know, I, listen, I, I'm not saying I don't make money doing it, but that's not the driving force behind it. Um, but it, it's fun. It's enjoyable. Sounds For me, great. Well, for me, a lot of it's a, uh, it's a, it's, it's like a second career in a sense, you know, when maybe physically I can't do dentistry again, maybe my hands get arthritis or my back hurts. You know, I, I can continue my, my teaching, uh, for, for a very long time. So Jason, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on Tarun's, uh, Tarun's class. Cause you've been down to take it. Yeah. I went, a, I went a couple months ago and uh, I went for the all on four class. Um, I was originally going to go to the, one of the Malo classes and I saw this class. I got a brochure in the nick of time. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I think I probably would have enjoyed it better than the, than the Melo class because Tarun's style kind of fits in with the way I like things. It's very down to earth. This is how you do it. This is what you need. It's no, no fluff. We, we went in, we watched the live surgery. We made our own, uh, sample on fours, um, watched everything. I was in, the, we were in the operating room. They had a great uh, video system up there. It was just pretty awesome. I mean, you you saw the whole flow from start to finish. It, my learning style, that was great because it kind of put everything in, in sequence and, and, and able to figure it out and kind of put all the pieces together and see why you do this and why this happens. And the oral surgeon was great, man. I, I was just impressed at how fast he took those teeth out. I was, <laughs> it was, it was pretty amazing to me. It did some like tap trick on them and they were just pop, 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 pop. And it was amazing. <laughs> do you do it yourself or do you use the surgeon for all that stuff, Drew? No, no, no. It's, um, you know, I, I, I preach the a team approach. Um, I, I think there's three components to doing great implant dentistry. There's uh, the restorative side, the surgical side, and the laboratory side. And sometimes I am all three sides as, as a CAD CAM owner. Uh, as a CEREC owner, I can do the laboratory side of things. And sometimes uh, I don't, I don't, the laboratory does the lab thing and I do the restorative and surgical side. And sometimes there's three people involved in it. And uh, so my complex cases, my full arch case, you know, and, and I, I look, I can do those surgeries. I've done those surgeries. I'm not as good or as fast as Uday. Uh, but what I tell people is I say, listen, these patients are sick. Uh, you don't get to a state where you've lost all your teeth or you need to lose all your teeth by being the model citizen of health. Sure. And uh, so so we're intubating our patients where we're general anesthesia, ventilator. Um, and, and we're doing significant surgery on them. So I choose to work in a team approach, um, for these complex cases. Um, I do about, I would say probably 75 or 80% of the implants that are done through our office. I do myself, uh, about 20% or so are done, uh, as a team with my surgeon and we work very closely together, um, and, and to, to make, to make great results for our patients. That's re- That's very cool. So what, what do you, th- what percentage of your implant placements are, you know, all on four, kind of the complex stuff versus, you know, single tooth or whatever. What's How, how does that break down? 80% bread and butter, single tooth. When I say single means one or two. Sure. Uh, 
implants and, and maybe 20% are more complex implant treatment. Okay, nice. In fact, I, I you know, I, I work closely with Glidewell. I, I like their laboratory. I'm not saying they're the best lab in the world uh, from an aesthetics point of view, but they are they are the best lab in the world in terms of their technology and how they do things. And, and I use some of their statistics that they share with me. And 91% of the implant cases that come through their laboratory are one or two teeth. Sure. Well, I think that, I mean, that's how it probably should be to some extent. I mean, don't you think it's like, I mean, think of how many, when you got out of dental school, think of how many bridges you did. You know, think of how many people needed single tooth replacement. That's, uh, you know, in a perfect world, that's where we'd be going, you know. Although, uh, I think there's a few guests that we've had on the Dental Hacks podcast that might might argue that, you know. Uh, but edentialism is, is less common now than it was. It's not uncommon, but it's less common than it was. So, it makes perfect sense, I think. Yeah, I mean, and, and listen... What I've learned, what I didn't want to get into implant dentistry 10 years ago was, I was like, I don't want to do all those fancy surgeries. I don't want to yeah. be taking bone from the chin or from the hip or the ribs. Because every time you go to, every time you go to a seminar, that's all these guys would show, yeah. guys or gals would show. I'm like, I don't want to do that crap. I dude, mean, that's, why, 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 why would I want to do that? You just like, describe dude, I, why I don't do implants. <laughs> but you know, what happened was, is I got to a point where I got tired of sending it out. You know, 2008 came and I needed the money. So I wanted to do some of the things myself. And, um, you know, I started doing this. I'm like, I can just choose not to do those cases. In fact, there are more, there's more business not doing those cases than there are in those cases. Um, so, so I would tell you, Alan, that, uh, then you're missing out if you're not doing some of this. Sure. Because that, that complex surgery, just, just farm that out to your surgeon. Yeah. I like that. I don't know. You know of any courses that I might be able to take to, to learn? I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. <laughs> I love that. So tell me about the experience of putting together a teaching center, because I know that we've got some listeners that have thought about doing that themselves. Um, it's been a dream of mine, to be honest with you. Yeah. And so so I, I believe that you should always chase your dreams. And uh, if you're in a position to do something, you should do it. So I, I built it so that if I had never used it, I would at least say I did it. Um, and it's been good and it's been tough. I mean, it's, it's tougher to put people in the seats. It's tougher. I'm not a promote. I'm not necessarily a, a blatant promoter of, sure. Hey, come see me or, Hey, you, I won't teach you anything unless you come to my seminars. I, I'm not like that, but it's, it's enjoyable. Let me, let me tell you, it's, it's another business for me. Sure. So, so, so that part of it's really fascinating to me. How can I make it work? How do we make it work? Um, it, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't recommend it to most people, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. It's it's not an easy business. Yeah. So, how many clinical days are you are, typically are you seeing patients versus you know doing stuff with the teaching? Has it has it changed or is it the same as it always was? Tell me about that. No, no. I, I'm I'm working in the office uh, three full days a week and okay. full 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 used to mean. So I used to work four days a week, and then I what happened was I was traveling and speaking so much that I would work Thursday till about three o'clock and then get on a plane at six o'clock and it just got to be too much. So I went down to three days where I worked from eight o'clock to five o'clock, five thirty nonstop, no lunch. Uh, and then I started um, having to work out at lunch because uh, I, I got. I got obesely fat. Um, Amen, brother. Know that story. <laughs> so, um, and we can talk about that if you yeah. want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an important conversation. Yeah. But um, so then I started having lunches again. And then this year, I'm still at three days a week, but I dropped my kids to school in the morning. So I start at nine o'clock and we go till five. And, and, and we generally speaking have a lunch and we generally speaking end at five. I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm of the philosophy you don't say no to patients. Sure. Uh, or the right patients or the right kind of cases. I, I stay late or I work through lunch if necessary. Sure. So, so I'm working three days a week. Thursday mornings 
are my surgery mornings. So maybe once or twice a month, uh, we'll have my surgery day at the surgical center with, with your day and, and, um, we'll do our complex cases on those days. Nice. Okay. So I'm a full-time practicing dentist. Sure. Yeah. That's very cool. So, so tell me about taking your kids to school. What, what happened oh, to that? I'm seeing, oh, that was, I'm seeing a fair amount great. of that on, I'm seeing a fair amount of your photos on Facebook. So you got to tell me I, about that. It was kicking and screaming. I didn't want to do it because I couldn't leave the office. The office would die without me. Um, and, and too many important, I mean, people were losing their teeth. The world was going to start gumming it if I didn't start going to the office. Well, you know, yeah. At, at eight o'clock. And, you know, what really happened was I got fixated on my, I mean, I've always been fixated in my office, but I would go at six o'clock in the morning or six thirty in the morning and I would do God knows what I would do there. And, uh, my wife finally said, you know, Hey, and my wife's a, a physician. So, and her practice, she's a psychiatrist. Her practices and we're in the building together. Okay. So it's not like she's, she, she's a stay at home. Anyway, I don't want to get down that road, but anyway, she's just, it's a bad idea to go down that road. So she said, Hey, listen, I can't drop the kids, pick the kids up, run, you know, work in my practice and all of that. And and she said, you know, your kids are starting not to know you. So I want you to drop your kids to school. I'm like, what good is that going to do? How's that going to make them know me? And, uh, so it's been great. I absolutely love doing it. I mean, uh, That's cool. it, it's, it's good. So I, I dropped my two kids, two of my three kids off at 715. The other one can't get dropped off until 745. So I take him for breakfast every morning from after I drop the first set off to take him to school. And, and it's great. And we spend some time together. So and, how do the other two feel about that? Let's get serious now. Well, they don't know. We don't tell them. Which okay, but, okay. No, and they're they, not, and they're, they're too young to be on Facebook, so okay. they don't. Know so they, and they won't. They're probably not going to be listening to the Dental Hacks podcast. So I, I hope not. Okay, good. <laughs> I hope not. Do honestly, that's just sick. That's awesome. That is so good. I love that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T Bone here to talk about the three D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants? but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. And it's great, but but you know what the real lesson in that is is yes, I spend more time with my kids and makes my wife happy and all of that. But what 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 I've seen is is that my office can run without me, and that's what I want. I want my office to, sure. be able to run without me because that's the only way I'm going to be able to really become an uh, entrepreneur and really be able to do some of the things I want to do is to have a situation where my office can function properly without me. Yeah. 
That's very cool. All right, so let's let's go ahead and tackle that whole uh, the whole weight loss issue. I want to hear about this because I oh god, so yeah, so so I, I've always I don't want to say I've always been fat. I've always not been skinny. How about that? Yeah, listen, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I know that's yeah. I've seen I've seen your pictures. So. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> that was great, and um, you know, people would say things to me like, "Hey, you need to take care of yourself." And you know, I, I say that that's that's good. That motivates you, but. If no, any, it doesn't. It, it, no, irritates, it doesn't. It irritates the shit out of oh, me. Oh my god! It's, that's I'm sort of like, hey, great, f- you. Yeah, <laughs> but basically, sorry, but... essentially, yeah. I don't have the gift of skinny. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I think some people may say that from a place of of kindness and concern, but when when it's something that if you're a fat guy like me, you think about it a lot. I mean, that's... oh, you do. I don't care what anybody says. You think about it. Yeah. I thought about it. it. It affected my life. I mean, it really does. It affects your self-esteem. And I, I'm a relatively confident human being, but it, it affects your self-esteem. Yep. You know, you don't go, you wear bigger clothes, which yep. makes you look even fatter. And yep. you say no to go do things. And then I'm speaking out in front of people. And, you know, it, it, it's, it really affected me. And, and one day, um, you know, the problem with Facebook is you meet people and you do things and you keep up with people. But the other problem is that people can post photos of you without you approving it. So I, one day, my friend, one of my neighbors, we went to a, a, a tailgating thing at, uh, I don't know if it was a concert or something or a football game or something. And they posted a picture of me and I looked at it because you visualize yourself yep. so, so differently than how other people see you. Yeah. And um, I looked at this picture and I was like, holy shit, yes. what is that? It's, it's soul crushing. It's soul you know, I, crushing. I, I mean, I grew up playing sports in high school and, and doing all of those things. And, you know, I wasn't the model fitness, you know, or anything like that. But, uh, and, and what happened was, um, uh, you know, when, when you're hungry, you're hungry, you yeah. know, and, and I'm not talking about food wise. I'm saying when you're working hard for your practice and all of that, your health becomes the least important thing to you. At least it became that to me. Sure. And, um, so, so I looked at this picture and I, I and I told my wife I, I said Mona I mean this this sucks she goes yeah I can barely get my hands around you now yeah but um and uh, so 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 I said well I, I'm ready to do something about it and yeah. uh, and, and people you know, my my family had said things to me before and my friends some of my dental friends have said things to me and even a few of my patients that I know pretty well have said things to me and oh, yeah. um, you know like you know hey when you're working on me your belly keeps touching my head. Yeah. You know? I, I haven't I haven't gotten quite that, but I know that story. You know what's what's funny? I'm just gonna throw this out here. Now, first off, I always thought I was even in high school, like you say you were you were athletic, you weren't the model, but in high school I always thought I was fat. Like I always knew that I was fat and overweight and everything like that. And I look back at pictures, I'm like, You're doing well, okay, you're doing okay. I would love to look like <laughs> Seriously, that. Seriously, exactly. So that's but then what you got, what but see the problem, Alan, is you gotta look, it's all relative. It is. You gotta look back to your skinny ass high school friends, you know, because we've all gotten bigger over. Oh years. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, some people haven't, but yeah, we we kind of have. I mean, it happens. Yeah, those, but those people on those people are on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's one way to solve the problem. But you know what happened was uh, we called my office manager and and we said, listen, no more no more working through lunch. Uh, my, we've hired a trainer whose sole job it is is to show up at lunchtime and take me for a walk. Nice. So now I'm a dog. I get taken for a walk. Do you have a collar? <laughs> At lunchtime. No, no. But I remember the first time Mitchell came over, he said, well, let's do a baseline. Let's get, and Mitchell is chiseled. Yeah. I mean, like chiseled. And he comes over and he goes, let's do a baseline. He put this heart monitor thing around my chest and hooked it up to his watch. I thought that was pretty cool, by the way. Yeah. And, and, um, he said, so why don't we go for it? Why don't you jog? 
and um, let's see what you're doing. So <clears throat> I jogged for 30 seconds yeah. and I was huffing and puffing and he told me to stop. He says, if you continue, you might die. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know. <laughs> so, um, so, so he walked me uh, every Monday and Wednesday for, I don't know, a couple of months, you know, and then, then slowly, and to me, everything is not like, it's not a revolution, it's evolution. Yeah. Uh, j- just like in the practices, it should be, it, you should evolve your practice, not revolutionize your practice. And um, so, so to me, the, the weight loss was an evolution. I started with, hey, let me just get kind of active. And then let me just kind of fix my food a little bit. And then slowly that turned into uh, one day we were sitting there and my wife says, so how long are you going to continue to get walk like a dog? And I go, I go, what do you mean by that? She goes, are you ever going to start jogging? And I go, I said, I, you know, basically in my mind, I was saying, fuck you. And so, so Mitchell came the next day and I said, Mitchell, let's go, let's start jogging now. Yeah. And uh, so we started jogging and, and that led to, and that was difficult, but that led to eating better and better foods because, Hey, I'm doing this much work here. Let yeah. me you know, do a little bit work there. And, and, and by nine months I had lost 50 pounds Wow. and, and, I, and I, look, I felt phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I always use the word. I felt clean. Yeah. And, and, and uh, what I felt was like, I felt like I ate well. I mean, I, I mean, it's not like I ate nothing. I ate chicken. I ate, I ate a well-balanced meal and I felt so good. I mean, I woke up and I hopped out of bed and I went to bed and, you know, I felt so good. And, and it was, I was so good in my office. I, I mean, I was, I was on top of my game then. More, I mean, more I was, energy, more. Yeah. All that stuff. A- everything. And I've gained about 20 of the 50 pounds back. Okay. And in fact, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, you learn things in life. And uh, so what, what happened was I, I, I got to a point where I missed a little bit. And I said, you know what? I, I don't really need Mitchell to take me running. I can do this on my own. Yeah. And slowly I did it for about a week, maybe a month. And then suddenly I stopped. Yeah. And, uh, and I stopped. So Mitchell comes back next Monday. Oh, good for <laughs> and, you. But, but it's, it's just like practice. You know, we, we focus on something and we get our office there and then we move on to the next thing or we think we can do it on our own. Yeah. And, and we forget to re-energize or re-infuse ourselves. Uh, and we need help. We need help. The bottom line is you cannot build a great practice on your own. You need the help. I'm not saying you need professional help or a coach or a practice consultant or a life coach, but um, you just need help. Whether that's this podcast, whether that's you know my podcast or Howard Fran's podcast, you just need somebody there because if you really think about it, dentistry is, is a pretty lonely business because- yeah. The majority of us are solo practitioners. We live in our own world. We hang out with the same three to five or six people that are in our office who, who like think of, who put you on a pedestal that you're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And, and that's good and bad both because it makes you think that you're better than you are. Yeah. And uh, so you need to get out there. And, that, and that's one of the great things I love about speaking that people don't understand is, is when you hang out with people that do great. It forces you to do greater, and uh, and 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 that's for me. That's what pushes me when I see my friends like Neil or Rich Rosenblatt or any of these guys, and I see what they're doing, and I can help them, and they can help me, and it's 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 great. I mean, outside of the plane travel and the airports, I love getting on the road. Seriously, it's fantastic. Oh, Amen. Yeah, that's cool. That's fantastic. Oh, geez, you got a lot. To, you got a lot going, man. I'm impressed. Well, it's not. It's not too bad, you know. I mean, it's it's uh. 
It's, it's, it only it's is amazing. It's not too bad because you're balanced about it, though. It sounds well. Like, it I'm sounds not. Like I'm you, not balanced. I mean, I'm far from balanced. Are you kidding me? You're, un, my, you're ask, unbalanced. Ask my wife that question. Yeah. The psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah. The psychiatrist. Or ask my team members. I mean, I, yeah. my, my my team got me a sign that says the crab is in, and they have it turned one way one day and turned the <laughs> other way the other day, oh, depending on how I'm doing. That's their way of telling me that I'm being a jackass. That's good. That's really good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I would tell people that our profession is fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely—I don't know what I would do if I wasn't a dentist. I mean, look, it allows us to fulfill every urge that we have, the urge to be geeky healthcare providers, the urge to be entrepreneurs with yep. owning our own practice, the urge to have capital. If you like to do real estate, you can do that. The urge to be a techie if you want to have a high-tech office. Uh, you know, the urge to provide for your family and provide for retirement or the urge to travel, what, whatever your urge is, you can do it from this one simple profession of, of taking care of people's teeth. It's, you, I, I don't, I don't know what else you would do. You've kind of proved that you can do all of it if you want to. Well, you know, I, you know, I've, I've, I've almost failed twice. You know, I, we shared that, uh, uh, when, when I, when I didn't take insurance, uh, that, that we almost went under at that point and, and we had to start taking insurance and then, uh, then I then I almost went bankrupt again in 2008. I mean, we bought a big house in 2007. We bought a sure. big building in 2008, and then then our practice cut by 35, 40 percent with the economy. And sure. you know, I, you know, when you have to sell your car to make your mortgage, uh, you know, reality sets in. You so, bet it does. You bet. Hey, it Durin, I've heard a lot of people say that the that the stock market is going to take another crap here fairly soon. How would you prepare yourself? to be different than 2008 this time around, if that, if that were to happen? Well, um, I, I learned this from my dad. I don't invest in the market. Um, I invest in myself. Uh, and, I, and I mean that seriously. Like we, we invest in retirement, and that's managed uh, beyond my control. Uh, but I don't, I don't invest in the stock market. I, I invest in my practice. I invest in some real estate things that we do. Uh, but I don't, I don't invest in the market. I think, I think the way to... Uh, fix your practice so that it doesn't it doesn't get totally affected by this is is to just be nice to people uh, break down barriers uh, things like just saying thank you to people thank you for coming to the office we appreciate you being here you know it, it's 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 interesting um I got a phone call from my mother-in-law the other day and I have a great relationship with my in-laws and she called me and she said, hey, I went to this dental open house. One of our family friends had opened a, a dental practice a couple of miles down the road from them. And, and she goes, uh, he, had, he showed me this great technology, the Galileos. Do you know anything about it? I think you should get one. <laughs> and, I, and I just look, I, mean, I just over the phone, I, I just start laughing. I go, I, go I, mean, I, I teach half the dentists in this country how to use that thing. <laughs> what, what do you mean I should get one? And, but, but the lesson in that was, the lesson is, is, we take it for granted what it is we do, and we never tell our patients. I bet you, as big of as a Seric proponent or cone beam proponent I am, I would bet you half my patients don't know, more than half don't know I have that stuff. Sure, it's because we don't we don't showcase it because it's it's every day for us. It's the same things over and over again, you know. And and, and you know the other big thing that we did, and I'm totally going on tangents here, so just stop me whenever. Uh, <laughs> the other the other important thing that we did was two or three years ago we started self financing patients. So we, we will payment plan people for three, six, nine, sometimes even 12 months with an automated credit card on file. Um, and, and it's worked great. 99.9% .9 of our patients have paid us. It's automated. It's all, you know, it's all relatively automated to where it's, you don't think about it. And it's amazing. 26% of my collections come through our in-office 
self-financed, wow. no interest payment. Wow. Program. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, kind of, it's kind of it's, amazing. It's, 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 it's pretty amazing. And, and I never thought it would work. My team members all looked at me like I was crazy and it wasn't my idea. It's not like I dreamed this up. I stole it from somebody else and sure. just, just found a way to try to, uh, you know, integrate it well within our practice and set up some parameters of how we wanted it to work. And, uh, that, that's been, un, that's been huge for us. Is that the authorized.net? Yeah, that's the, yeah. that we call it flex pay in our office. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically, it's a, uh, it's a credit card draft where you put the dollar amount in using authorized net or eprocessing.com or whatever the different, uh, different credit card processors are. And we put the dollar amount in that we want to charge and how many months we want to do it. And it just does it automatically every month. That's and if you really think about it, you're not really financing a lot because, you know, most of our, you know, we're an insurance office. So probably 80, 90% of our patients have insurance and 80 to 90% of our work is probably not crown and bridge necessarily. It's basic restorative or crowns, the single crown, let's say. So insurance is going to pay 50 to 80% of it. So you're really only financing 50, you know, 30 to 50% of the total bill. And, and the way we do it is we take a 25% down payment. Uh, a 20 to 25% down payment. So you're really only financing like 30, 30% of it at max anyway. And then we take one, we take one payment before when we schedule and typically our patients have to wait a month to see us. So really we only, we may be even financing 20% of it. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, suggest that we invite you back onto the podcast room. Would you come back on the podcast yeah. sometime? When are we going to do it again? Just tell me when. I'm I don't here. know. We'll 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 be in touch for sure because there's. I think there's. I think we just kind of scratched the surface here. But I really appreciate you coming on the Dental Hacks podcast. Oh, it was my pleasure. Anytime you want to do it, Fantastic. I love it. Fantastic. Fantastic, Tarun. Yeah, thanks, Tarun. It was awesome. Thanks Jason, very much. I'll see you soon, Alan. See you soon. Tell tell the brain trust not to make fun of me and Rich Rosenblatt. I'm after him. Did I ever tell you my joke about Rich Rosenblatt? I think we probably need to hear it. So, uh, so Rich, uh, you know, I, I met Rich when he wasn't doing any speaking or anything, and we met him through Dental. And we didn't even talk about Dental Town for God's sakes. No, we got lots that we got to talk about. Yeah, you know, I mean, that was that's been the most important thing in my career was Dental Town. And um, but anyway, so Rich, we invited Rich to speak at the Sarek twenty. I think it was Sarek twenty five. Mm-hmm. And um, Rich is short. We make fun of him being short. We overly make fun of him. He's the, he's not like a midget or anything, but we make him sound like he's two feet tall. Sure. <laughs> and um, so, so he was in this room and it was packed. It was overly packed. People were sitting on the floor and everything. And Rich is behind the podium and you can barely see him over the podium. <laughs> so I turned the podium sideways so that so that Rich could so you could see Rich talking. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think Rich told that story on the Dental Hacks podcast. Oh, he did. You? That's great. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> well, then when you have Rich back on, you should have him tell you guys a story about me and Samir's when we fir- when we went to the first townie meeting. What happened on the car ride there? Yep, he wanted to know about that too. So we well, clearly have to get you back, Tarun. Well, well, we'll keep that story for another time. All right, the cliffhanger. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show, Tarun. Thank you. If you guys need anything, let me know. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, 
and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode. 